All right. Remember when I questioned religion about three months ago? Well, today I get to question it with a guess. Guys at a round table starts now. Guys of the Roundtable, a show where no stone goes unturned. Grab a chair and join us at the table. Here's your host, Vladimir Jean Philippe. Alrighty, and welcome to another episode of Guys of the Roundtable. I am your host, Vladimir Jean Philippe, and with me today is a person who's been on the show before. You've heard his voice before. It is Chris. The Executioner. Now, as many of you may know, three months ago, I did a podcast titled Exploration of Religion and Its Concept, and I questioned religion a little bit. And today, The Executioner uh, gets to put his two cents in, and (laughs) we get to talk about the concept of religion part two or three or four or five or however many fucking things we've done (laughs) about religion so far. So how you doing, Chris? Oh, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. <laughs> That's great Thank, to hear, man. <laughs> thanks for having me on. I appreciate hey, it. Hey, no, hey, no problem, man. Because, like, to give some context, um, when I did this podcast, you were like one of the first people to kind of message me and kind of like, it took me by surprise because at first I thought you was going to kind of give me like a uh, an ash chewing to be honest with you, right? <laughs> because I thought you was going to be like, dude, what is your problem? Like, why are you coming after religion like that or whatever? But then when I read your message, it was actually positive and it was more or less like, it was more like a support, like moral support. Like, hey, man, I understand where you're coming from. You've had, uh, you told me you've had those same questions that I've had uh, during your uh, religious uh, religious explorations as well. Mm-hmm. And you told me it was like something that you think about even on a uh, on a daily basis today or yep. these recent days, right? And so yeah. I just kind of want to like turn it over to you a little bit, just to kind of get the thought process uh, behind why you didn't get as mad <laughs> because that shocked me and you know just kind of like where it came from and you know how genuine it really was so yeah. i'm gonna turn it over to you for a little bit to kind of just give your input and whatnot of course of course yeah so i do appreciate that uh, i mean first and foremost you know listening to the podcast at at first you know it's kind of you kind of jump in and you know you go straight right for it straight <laughs> right for it you know and and honestly honestly to me i think that's that's cool because at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of people are scared to question, I guess, religion or scared to question God or anything like that. You know, however, in my experience, I feel like we've kind of got to the point where it's it's like you can't if you do this, you go to hell or if you do this, you go to heaven or if you do this, you go to hell. So it's like, you know, you can't do anything at all and and you can't question anything that's that's that God says or that's happened. And honestly, it to me, it, it, you know, you brought it up in the last podcast talking about, you know, heaven and hell being, you know, kind of a kind of like a control, like a population control. And that and that's kind of like what it's become, you know, especially when you watch TV shows during, you know, the nine like 90s TV shows or 2000s TV shows when when God was really pre- like prevalent, prevalent in those, uh, you know, in those shows. It was always you can't do this or you're going to hell or if you don't go to church you're going to hell and it always right. got me wondering you know why is it that 
why is it that we're not going to why is it we're going to go to hell if we don't go to church once a week so it's just <laughs> it it like the the podcast itself was was awesome because it just means that you're looking for answers and i think that that's what we always need to do is if we're not growing we're dying so if we can't ask questions then what is it that we're really doing here you know yeah that's a very interesting quote that you're saying that if we're not growing we're dying because i've always come to that conclusion it's like we've always have like we always have to push ourselves to the best versions of ourselves right because right. if we're not then we're like you said we're slowly dying and mm-hmm. people don't realize that and so i question religion because for me growing up i've always been part of many churches right i've been to like um i've been through uh, lutheran churches methodist churches i was a jehovah witness uh for a good portion of my high school or middle school and high school years mm-hmm. and finally when i got to about i want to say my junior year of high school i started questioning things that's when you know your your teenage rebellious year starts to kick in into like <laughs> hyperdrive right yeah it's yeah. like i started i started questioning everything right so i was like right. okay why do i have to go to church four days a week to quote unquote guarantee my access to heaven mm-hmm. when i can just go once a week maybe if that and you know just do the same thing so i started questioning it's like okay is it quantity or is it quality about mm-hmm. religion that makes us you know go into heaven or hell right. and then like when i couldn't get a straight answer i was like well you know what then fuck y'all i'm not coming <laughs> you know <laughs> what i mean like i'm not trying to be rude or anything but i was like nah you can't give me a straight answer and plus they were kind of controlling me from doing my sports and i love sports Mm because if you knew me in high school i was a jock right (laughs) um they're telling me that i couldn't do sports and this is jehovah witnesses uh they're telling me i can't do sports because it's part of the worldly uh problems or whatever it's part of the world or whatever the hell that meant um that i can't do it right and i was just Mm -hmm. like wait a minute i can't do sports why (laughs) And then they're like, well, sports is bad. I'm like, how is sports bad? It's teaching me, like, the last thing sports would be would be bad, right? Because it's teaching yeah. me how to deal with adversity and deal with life. Essentially what, quote, unquote, your Bible is trying to teach me, but it does it firsthand uh, and physically. So right. to me, religion was like, it, it, I don't know. The questions weren't getting answered. And so... I started to kind of slow down in my process of going to church and doing the Bible studies and doing the door to door thing, which was a pain in its ass in its own self because <laughs> I got tired of people slamming doors in my face. Let's be real. People are mean as hell. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been there. I've been there. Oh, my God. They are mean as hell at 10 a.m. in the morning. Right. And so <laughs> Price is right is on, man. Come on. <laughs> right. Shit. But but, um, you know, that whole negative experience kind of turned me away from religious things and so i spent a good portion of my the last two years of high school just kind of doing my own thing and then i go to college and i do the college thing and then all of a sudden like there's this one religious kid he's like devoutly religious and he's just like well if you do this you're going to go to hell and this is when i like you know you get into college this is your prime drinking years right your liver's yeah. good it's strong you know what i'm saying you're ready to yeah. go and you're ready yeah, to party course. and mingle <laughs> <laughs> and so you know i'm partaking in this and then this kid who i became friends with and we were polar opposites right he was like dogs you can't be drinking like that because that's against, you know, the word of God. I'm just like, well, didn't Jesus turn water into wine at one party? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, he did, but it was kind of like a, a religious ceremony thing, and they didn't really get drunk. <laughs> I was like, dogs, 
if somebody turned water into wine, there's only one purpose you do that for, and that's to get drunk. <laughs> and so when I told him that, he looked at me funny. He's like, man, what you're thinking and your behavior, you're going straight to hell. And I was just like, well, if I'm going to hell, I'm going to have fun going. <laughs> I'm going to have fun getting there. And so that's where <laughs> – and then that's where my mentality pretty much kind of evolved into questioning religion. I'm the, yep. I don't hate religion. You know what I mean? I just kind of want to know why religion is the way it is. And that's why I, I uh, you know, that's why I kind of question it all the time. I'm not trying to be like a dick or I'm trying to like be uh, rude about it. I just want to know why is it certain things uh, happen, have to happen a certain way for me to be a good person quote-unquote so go ahead man yeah yeah so i think i think the biggest thing comes down to is i i mean the first thing i did was uh like a few few years ago was i looked up the actual term uh what is religion like the definition so what okay. what i got was the belief in in and worship of a superhuman controlling power especially especially a personal god or gods and it also says a particular system of faith and worship. So this 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 for me was kind of like a big deal to me because I've I've seen words be changed like you know over time and whatnot. Like we've we've heard all kinds of words, but one like an older word that a lot of people don't know is the word family. Now like the word the word family used to mean uh, like like if you were if you were uh, a slave um in in like a white family and you mm -hmm. were and you weren't a part of like the blood family you were just a part of the family as a slave you would be referred to as family and, w and when i saw that i was like okay so these words have been changed around and so what i kind of when i kind of looked at religion in itself uh the, the one thing that popped out to me was a particular system of faith and worship now for me if 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 everybody wants to kind of get a background of of what where I'm at currently in in my faith, um, I I grew up uh, pretty much a hardcore Catholic, and one of the biggest things my mom taught me that a lot of people didn't learn in Catholic school was to have a relationship with God, and and it was more so about your prayers and in you know and and praying to saints and praying to Mary and praying to all this mm -hmm. other stuff, and what what it really came down to was about uh, i don't know about two or three years ago i really started questioning a lot more because as you talked about we we went we got to that part where um you know you got to that part in your life where you really started questioning things around that time is when i started getting into conspiracy theories <laughs> and really mm, and no, really diving conspiracy theories <laughs> yeah yeah so really diving into like all this 9-11 stuff and all this, mm -hmm. you know, Michael Jackson stuff and, and kind of really understanding the world. And a few years ago, I got to the point where I had to really question my my faith as a Catholic. And, you know, this may come to a surprise as many, but I'm I'm no longer a Catholic. I don't I don't go to church, you know, every Sunday. Mm -hmm. I don't receive communion. I don't do anything like that. The thing that I believe in is God in the Bible and yeshua if you will that's just another way of saying jesus but mm -hmm. that's that's where i kind of come from in terms i try to stay away from the word religion personally because i feel like religion is more of a net in terms of an organization because you know you look at like <laughs> now you said that you weren't trying to bash religion before and i'm going to kind of uh, touch on that a little bit there <laughs> um but 
but it kind of gets to the point where you kind of look at uh, the Catholic Church and the Vatican, and you kind of wonder what is it that they really, what is it that they really want? What is it that they're really doing? And I didn't, I didn't agree with a lot of the things that they were doing. Now, don't I mean I know I know like the whole the whole gay issue is really, uh, you know, it's it's really touchy. But I kind of wondered why is it that you're pushing away people like that, you know, like or just anybody in general. That's that's not that's not what God wants. So why is it that you're pushing away people and telling people that if you do this, you're going to hell. If you do that, you're going to hell. At the end of the day is it, we're all living in sin. But I mean, mm-hmm. it, and sure, it doesn't make it right. But at the end of the day, who are we to judge those people? Who am I to, to say Oh well, you're this and that, so I'll never talk to you ever again, and blah blah blah. You know that 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 doesn't that doesn't help me out at all. So that's that's where I kind of uh, that's where I kind of you know started changing my whole lifestyle to to instead of going to church once a once a week, one hour a week. So you're telling me that you just fuck up all week and then you go to you go to church <laughs> on Sunday and you're just saved. What? Yeah, that, okay. that makes absolutely no sense to me. For me, it's you wake up, say, what's up, God? How you doing? You know, we're about to go kill it. We're, we're doing this today. We're doing that today. For okay, me, you it's mean like, kill it in the sense of, like, go do good shit, right? Yeah, Not yeah, in yeah. In the yeah, yeah. sense of, like, you just go watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get that out there for some folks because, you know, some of the Sorry about might Sorry be about over that. their head. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm in Cali. This is what happens. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. No, I know what you meant. I'm just saying there's some folks out there that literally think you're going to go out there and be like, oh, this kid is a juvenile delinquent. You know? <laughs> Well, I, I let's say this for the record: I've never been arrested, I've never been in jail, and I've also never done any drugs before, besides like prescription. Whenever I got like my, um, whenever I had surgery or anything like that. But, okay, that's good. I mean, it does it doesn't mean like I'm you know I'm a goody goody or it doesn't mean anything like that. It's just it's just who I am. I just never found it to be you know any of my thing to do. You know, so yeah, I feel you. Okay, but just put, I just wanted to yeah. clear that up for the folks listening. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like you know, take that literally. Of course, of course, of course. But that's and and you know one of the things that you brought up earlier was was uh, you know one of your friends telling you or also you know like different religions telling you if you do this too much, you know you're uh, you're 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 living in a sinful way. In in, in a sense, I feel like that's true because it, it comes down to um, you know and the same thing with sports and and the reason why I feel like uh, sports is I wouldn't say bad, but the whole thing mm-hmm. when it comes down to it is. You get so over, you know, indulged in sports sometimes that it becomes your God. And, you mm. know, it's like, yeah, that's literally what it is. You know, you wake up, you're like, all right, today we're playing football. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I mean, I did that too when I was, you know, I never got to play tackle football. I got to play flag a lot. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was like, wake up, all right, it's game day today. I'm going to make sure I got this down. I'm going to read my plays. You know, and I, I made zero time for God. And it was like, oh, I see exactly what it was, what the reason, the reason why they say that. I, I I understand it now. It's just that today people don't make that clear. They just say if you if you do this, you're bad. It's like, come on, man. So yeah. <laughs> I get what you're saying there. Yeah, especially with the well, for me it was with the Jehovah Witness because they never clarified it, right? But when you mm-hmm. made that statement, um, it kind of like, okay, I see what you're saying now. It's like if you do play football, it does. I played football like for a long time, well, a good portion of my life, right? Mm-hmm. And then I got to play it at a high level, and I started to realize that it does take over your life. If you, especially if you want to become good at it, or in my case, I was trying to, 
use it as a tool to go pro, right? Right. And then I realized that when I was playing football, I was literally playing football for like 40 hours a week. So it was a full-time job. So it was like eight hours a day, every day that you're doing something related to football. So I barely had time to study. And I was like, oh, crap. This is legitimately true when they say when you get to college, football (laughs) becomes more of a business than a personal recreational fun thing. Because in high school, you can go to practice, what, you go to practice two, three hours a day, and then you're done, right? You Mm -hmm. go to practice three to six, you're out of there by 6.30, right? You're Mm -hmm. at home, you're chilling, you're doing your thing. College is not like that. College is like, I'm telling you, like 5 a.m., you got to be at the stadium by 5 a.m. If you're there at 501, you're in trouble, right? Yeah. You're running stadium steps or you're running extra wind sprints or whatever. Um, we've all seen the TV show Last Chance You. Hopefully, we've all seen the TV show uh, Last <laughs> Chance haven't. You. And oh, I, I, good recommendation <laughs> for you to watch on uh, Netflix because it really gives you a good deep dive into how college football is. And it's really, really a racket system. If you watch it from a grand scheme of things. Now, if you're just watching it as an entertainment show, you're going to kind of look at me like, okay, this is kind of whatever, right? But if you watch right. it, you really see the dynamics of how college football really plays out, right? Even in the college okay. football ranks, you see these kids are in practice, sun up to sun down every single day. They go to class for like maybe a couple of hours and then they have to be at practice. And if they're not, if they miss a uh, practice mm-hmm. time, then they're running extra sprints. And you get to see that in the show and it's awesome. But to like kind of bring this back to uh, what we're talking about, it's like I see how when you say you don't make time for God, now I see what you're saying, where football mm-hmm. becomes your God, and then you pretty much put all your time and effort into become like playing football instead of being like, hey, God, how are you doing today? I, I kind of mm-hmm. see what you're saying there. So I, I just wanted to kind of clarify from my end on that end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just put that out there. Yeah, of course. And, you know, I think, I think the biggest thing about our current – uh, system in terms of Catholic schools or religions and whatnot is we're we're more taught to uh, kind of find ourselves going through the system where it's just like you wake up you pray or you do this mm-hmm. or you go you go to church here or you go to this Easter vigil here and da 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 this and that and you have to make sure to receive the you know body and blood of Christ like but they never they never talk about. Uh, you know the the actual relationship that you should have with god because at the end of the day we're so far away as a society our society has done absolutely everything in their power to slowly push out god so that kind of makes me wonder what is it that god really wants at this point in time at this point in time where we are at as you know human beings in this society what is it that he truly wants from us and to me personally, I feel like it's just talking to him now. And the, and the reason why I say that is because I treat him like my best friend. And, and a lot of people will probably think like, oh, what do you mean? Like as your best friend? No, seriously, I either wake up and say what's up or if something's on my mind, we're fighting like I'm fighting with God. Like, you know, you, <laughs> I, I said, I, you know, I wanted to do this or I wanted to do that, you know, and or there's there's all there's just all kinds of things like. You know, I really, I really want to get here. What is it that I have to do? Or, you know, I've done this and that all my life, and I'm still not here. You know, we, we constantly, I constantly fight with him. Maybe not to the, maybe not to that extent, but, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's really kind of like, I feel like all he wants us to do is talk to him. You know, if that's, and that's how I feel about it. It's like, why, why aren't we waking up? Like, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, today we're gonna have a great day. 
you know, and, and as I was saying, you know, about, about the football thing, it's it's not that you can't go into football and, you know, not not be with God because you can. You know, it's it's just like for me, I wake up in the morning and I get in my car and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm going to drive to work. But if there's somewhere you need me to be, you know, you you take me where you, where, you, where I need to be, because it it happens a lot. There's there's plenty of times I've had it where, you know, I take a different turn and mm-hmm. I end up seeing an old friend or, you know, some, something something ends up happening that is it to me it's it's just more and more proof to me that he's like literally he literally has my wheel now i know you were talking about like from before you know um pre living a predetermined life uh and and just and just to kind of touch on that um really quick it's 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 more so i don't feel like my life is predetermined i feel like we make the decision together and you know if if it's i need to work he if he feels i need to work here you know this is where we're going or if if i feel like you know i want to do this but he wants me to do that i kind of feel like you know we could still tussle about it and you know see where mm-hmm. we need to go i don't feel like anything's predetermined it just more so comes down to for me it's literally giving my life to him like all right what is it where where do you feel i need to go best at this point in my life because it's not going to be the same you know, in a couple weeks, it, it, you know, it could not be the same to, the next day. It just, it just depends on what goes on. There's a lot of variables. Somebody, you know, th- there could be somebody that I need to see the next day that the mm-hmm. night that I wasn't supposed to the day before, but that night they went through a bad experience where, you know, something happens and they're absolutely depressed. And then I happen to run into them the next day and we talk and we talk it out and, you know, I, I help them out. And, and that's, and that's how I really feel like like it, the the relationship with God is about it's I don't I don't feel like he's predetermined anything for me uh, personally and I I just feel more so that you know we're we're kind of like you know just side by side and you know you also mentioned uh, you know you 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 kind of see it as as like a crutch well at the end of the day yeah yeah that's how <laughs> that's how I feel too you know and and I feel like I feel like it's a crutch because. I, I admit that I can't I can't carry the burden of you know being the rock of of my family you know going going to funerals and not not crying because you want to be strong for all of your brothers and your sisters and your nephews and nieces cousins all of mm-hmm. them because they all look up to you and it's not easy getting through that by yourself it's not it's not easy going through you know um you know times where people come to you all the time because you know they need help they need advice they need help they need advice and then when you need help or you need advice they ain't there and that that's a tough road to go through because i've i've done that all my life where you know i've been nothing but nice to people and i've given up so much for people but then i started i started slowly dying like i i started Mm -hmm. to what am I going to do now? You know, it's like nobody wants to be there for me. But the thing is, is that he was there for me, you know, and it's like I, I gave it up like, you know what, you know, the, you you've literally transformed my life and I've gotten away from you and it's 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 my fault, you know, and and that's that's just that's just kind of how I see that, you know. But and, it, yeah, well, but, OK. I get that, but isn't that like kind of like a predetermined destination though? Because you're kind of saying that you know 
you kind of chose this, but then all of a sudden some things happen and then it pushes you into another way. You know what I mean? So isn't that like a predestined destination <laughs> or, you know what I mean? The lack of free will because, or shall I say, is it quote unquote part of God's plan? Mm -hmm. Because you decided to do one thing and then something else happened to make you go do something else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So isn't that like a contradictory a little bit saying that, you know, God doesn't really pushes you in that direction but then does push you in that direction you get what i'm asking yeah yeah well the, the see the thing is is that i'm i'm not saying that he doesn't push you in that direction i'm just saying that okay. he's not he's he's not like oh tomorrow you're gonna do this you know or tomorrow you're gonna do that because you know it's kind of the same thing with with time travel a little bit i really don't believe that time travel exists because 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 of free will you know because of the variables that go on you know within everybody's life at all times there's there's all kinds of things happening at every every sense of the way every point you know there's mm -hmm. always something different and you know once again i i just i don't feel like he's predetermining what we're doing it's just more so hey like you know if if you really if we're really into this together you know this person needs help you know go help them out you know it it happens all the time where I feel like personally that I'm giving up my life for him and I don't feel like it has to be like that for everybody but for me yeah. personally that's that's what I feel like my my purpose is right now is to serve to serve others to serve okay. people you know Yeah okay so I, so then I asked this question then so at what point does personal responsibility take over versus putting it in quote unquote God's hands because you're saying that, you know, for you, you feel like you have to give your life over to him at this moment period in your life, right? Mm -hmm. But if it's part of his plan, isn't that what you're supposed to do anyways? So when does personal responsibility end or begin? And when does putting it in God's hand end or begin? This is kind of what I'm asking here. Okay. So, yeah. And so personally, the way I feel about that is is that mm -hmm. we we have to make the action to do it regardless of what what we're what we're supposed to. If we're supposed to throw out the trash. He's not gonna you know hey you need to go throw out the trash. You know it's like okay that's something that I have to do on my own. And if if the trash doesn't get thrown out, then it's just gonna fill up. You know it's like <laughs> you know that's True. that's just kind of how it is, and it's gonna start to smell and all this other things are gonna happen. And that's just kind of how I feel about that. It's just that. When, when there's something that needs to get done, you know, we, you know, well, I'm going to do that. And, you know, if he's going to be there with me, because I'm talking to him, you know, like, hey, what's okay. up? You know, we're, we're going to throw out the trash, you know, and I, and I paraphrase, I'm, I'm not really like, hey, what's up? You know, every time well, I, yeah, talk I get to you, him, I get you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, I, I get what you're saying. But, it, you know, it's just one of those things is like where I, I, well, I kind of like seem confused about it with religion because it's like. Every person I talk to is like, well, you know, it's in God's hand. I just do what God's will wants me to do. And I'm just kind of like, well, if God wants you to do that, then is it your life to live or is it God's life to live? And mm -hmm. if it's not, if it's God's life to live, then why are we living it? Right. You know what I mean? Why don't God do it himself or herself? Because we're anthropomorphizing God right now. But it is for purpose, I guess, at this point. But you know what I'm saying? So yeah. if it's part of God's plan, then why... Does he need us to do it, quote unquote? I, I guess is where I'm trying to get at because I don't understand that aspect. If it's okay. like you know, if it's predetermined, then why don't he do it himself or herself? And why does he needs us to do it as human beings? Right, right. So I mean, at the end of the day, for me, I I kind of feel that it's uh, it's 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 at the end of the day, it's it's kind of hard to really explain 
personally yeah. because i i it's hard i don't know i don't know why i don't know why it's hard for me to explain it but it's just it's just like a feeling you get it's it's one of those things where it's like you really don't know until you try you know or unless or, or you find yourself you know in those situations because mm. you know i once again i i see what you're saying in terms of um, you know is isn't it his life to live and why doesn't he do it and just just to kind of touch on um you know whether it's a he or a she the the only thing that i can tell you uh <laughs> in, in the bible is that jesus refers to him as my father now gotcha. y- you know that's and that's all i can really say about that you know i don't i have i've never woken up in the middle of the night and jesus told me oh yeah he's this or that <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> I would have, I would have to question your sanity if that actually ever happens. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's how, and and so it's always like I'm always saying he or you know that's that's just how I refer to him because you know yeah. that's that's just what was taught. So it's like okay, this is what it is in, in the Bible for me. So it's like all right, cool. Then that's and that's how I'm going to go about it. If if he has a different saying or if he needs me to just say God and that's it, you know, then and, and it is what it is. You know, like yeah. You know, yeah. That's that's just kind of how I feel about that. But that that was just a touch on that. But again, I I really I really can't answer you know how how it how it works because it yeah. really it truly is a mystery. And and like I said, and like you were mentioning before about you know saying that I, I have those same questions. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I have exactly the same questions <laughs> because it's it's not a it's not it's not something that um, that we just find out because if if you think about it, if we were to just know everything about God then what are we seeking what are we what are we doing to grow you know what i mean like it, it yeah, just I, you know that makes that makes that quite okay that that statement makes a little bit of a, a little bit of sense to me because it's like ultimate to me ultimate knowledge is not the end all be all you know what i mean it's not the quest it's like what we're questing for but it's not like what, what we're going to get to right because i think i have like a buddhist mindset in this aspect is because like we're always trying to find the mysteries of the universe why are we here who is god what is this why does this happen this way right mm-hmm. and if we had all the answers to everything i don't think personally that we would get a better understanding of everything we would just have like this like machinist answer to things right okay right, why right. are we here to serve this blah 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 you know what yeah. i mean to serve others or you know what i mean or like the proper answer is to like live for one another quote unquote right yeah that's the christian thing to say mm-hmm. so when you say it's like having all the answers is not good to like grow i i guess it makes sense because in searching for god i guess we start to understand who we are as individuals. We understand the pros and the cons of what makes us human. Right. And I think that's what a lot of people don't want to face personally. Oh, right? no way. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it, it, it's, it makes sense, though, because, like, when you look at human, like, all the atrocities in the world, right? And this yeah. is going to touch a concept a little bit of the heaven and hell kind of idea, right? Okay. A lot of the bad things that we see in human history comes from the human behavior right right like the hitler genocide of jews in world war ii and you know saying like the aryan racist of its master race and shit like that right that came from an individual who was who was once good now we can't look at him and be like oh that individual was ever good in his life because of all the atrocities that they've done but what we don't realize as people is that we're capable we're just as capable of that look at the recent attack on in new zealand on the mosque right Mm -hmm. we had uh a anti semi or uh, an anti uh 
fuck, what is he? He was a like, neo-Nazi or some shit like that or something like that. He was like a racist or something like that that attacked. I didn't really catch the uh, whole full spectrum of it. But he attacked Muslims in a mosque, right? Yeah. And from what I understand, the same day, there was a bunch of Christians that were killed and slaughtered by Muslim folks the mm. exact same day, right? The attacks happened the exact same day. And we're looking at this as like, well... If people are good, then we're going to do good and get into heaven. But realistically, what we're like, what we don't realize is that we ourselves are our very worst monsters and people don't want to admit that. And then we kind of pretend like, you know, with the with this perfect human being and that we, you know, we got all this uh, good in us, which we do. Mm-hmm. But we're also capable of evil, like incomprehensible evil. And we don't want to acknowledge that. And to me... I, I, I know I ranted a little bit, but I just kind of wanted to get your perspective on it a little bit. Like, okay, so if we are both good and evil, why does more people towards go towards evil? And we try to, like, kind of condemn it by saying it's the devil's work instead of saying, okay, if God's all-powerful and all-knowing, why don't he get credit for it as well? Right, right. Well, um, the way that I understand it personally, that I've I've kind of come to understand I want to quickly it. interject here real quick and just say I love the fact that you're saying – I the way I understand it and you're not putting it on all religion I love that I, I absolutely love that because you're giving us your experience and not just some you know cut and cookie answer of like somebody else is telling you what to say I like the fact that you're saying this is the way I see it and this is what I come to understand I really like that that's like self-exploration at its finest but go well, ahead. <laughs> I, I appreciate that no, well I mean the first thing as I said I uh, the way I understand it is mainly when 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 okay so it's going to kind of go back to the whole to hold to, to the beginning of genesis is when when okay. god talks about you know he he creates you know the the land the sea the you know the light and all that so mm-hmm. the the thing is is that i don't feel like god created cold i feel like he created hot but the other side of the spectrum just happens to be cold and i okay. kind of feel that's kind of the way with with good is that you know we we it's it's not hard it's not hard to not do good you know it's it doing doing good's pretty easy it just it just more so has to do with um you know it's kind of, it's kind of like a muscle almost where mm-hmm. you know you you just you just happen to react this way or that way you kind of teach yourself and kind of have you know different ways and and that's kind of how i feel about um you know as you said you know why 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 don't we say you know when something bad happens, you know, why isn't it, you know, up to him? Well, that's it's not all the way true because sometimes when 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 we don't get when I don't get what I want in life, if if I mm-hmm. wanted to, you know, I mean, I'm 26. If if by the time I'm 27, which is next month, if I tell him that, you know, I want to be, you know, I want to be, I want to make a hundred grand a year by the time I turn 27 next month, and he doesn't give that to me, <laughs> then it's like. What the hell, you know? Like I, I asked for it, so where the hell is it, you know? Yeah. So I, it's 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 not like completely, you know, true. But at, at the end of the day, that's that's kind of how I feel about it. Is that he he really didn't, you know, make bad. It's just when you, when you look at the story of like Lucifer and whatnot, is you know, Lucifer mm-hmm. was was a guy was an angel, you know, and he made him an angel. But the whole thing was is that he's like, listen, you know, how come you get all these powers and I don't? You know, and and then he goes rogue, and you know he he becomes the fallen angel. You know he he wants the he wants the power that that God has. You know, and 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 and, and to go into like Adam and Eve a little bit, I I want to say personally, I don't 
understand the full story of Adam and Eve. You know, I feel like there's more in different books that are not actually in the Bible. Uh, I'll talk mm -hmm. about that in a second. Um, you know, he he's like he comes in, and he tells them, you know, eat this apple, you know, and and you'll you'll be all powerful like God. You'll be all powerful like God. And, you know, it's kind of weird because the first thing that they do is they bite the apple and they're see, they're already naked at this point. OK, because they're running mm -hmm. around naked, whatever. And all of a sudden they eat the apple and they feel shame. And it's like to me, I was like, holy shit. Like, so you're telling me like they were just running around naked and it, they didn't feel that shame before. But now mm -hmm. it's like, oh, shit. Like and now now that they know everything, they're like, oh, wow. I, I, I'm naked now, you know, like this is, this is kind of crazy, but, and, and that's kind of how I feel about, about that. You know, I, in terms of like actual heaven and hell, I mean, it's, it's still, it's still like a, a hard thing for me to kind of grasp as well, because it comes down to, you know, is there actually purgatory where, you know, you go and, uh, you know, you repent your sins for this long or whatever it is, you know, I, I don't know what that's all about, you know, and all I know is that, you know, heaven is just paradise, you know, to me, that's, that's what it is. It's just, it's just literally paradise where, you know, we, we do our best to, you know, live through God. And, and, and the whole thing right now is I feel like it kind of changes a little bit because look where we're at, at this point in time, it's, it's like, if, if we were going by standards from, I don't know, years ago, um, 100, 200, maybe, I would, actually, I would say like a thousand years ago. If we we're going by like a thousand years ago standards, like, uh, no one is going to heaven, you know? It's kind of like, <laughs> it's it, because there's there's so much in, interjection that comes in from the media, all the propaganda, people, the mindsets, you know, everything that we all? read, Twitter America, you know, as as I like to call it, you know, and <laughs> all, this, all this stuff happens, and at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, what is it you know is is it's not like he's changing standards but he does I, I'm, I'm sure that he does understand how society works as well you know mm -hmm. so yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's it, oh man in that whole thing I, I, there's a lot that the bros brought to us and the first thing i want to kind of touch on is that you say that being good is a muscle and i find that to be quite interesting because just as easily as we could do bad things, and I'm telling you, bad things happen. I think bad things happen a lot easier than good stuff because I personally, I think it takes a lot of effort to do good, right? Mm. But to do bad is just kind of like, okay, just, you know, I mean, that, that fucking part of your brain kicks in and then you just <laughs> do it, which is absolutely astounding to me that it happens that way because they've yeah. done studies, right? Where it's like if they leave, if they leave people, they like did these studies with these kids, right? They had two groups, the red group and the green group. In the green group, they told them nobody was watching them, and then whoever collected the most points by throwing this ball at the dartboard, they would um, get a, a very special prize. They, they weren't told what the prize was. They were just you know, told that they would get a prize. Mm -hmm. And in the red group, they were told that there was an imaginary being sitting in this chair watching their every move, mm -hmm. right? And so the kids in the green group that were told, like, you know, they, they pretty much just get a high score, no, no nothing interjecting or anything like that. Those kids ended up cheating, right? As soon as they realized nobody was watching them, they cheated, yeah. right? 
And so, it, it, and it really came naturally and easy to them. And these are like good kids. These are like eight, you know what I mean? Like seven, eight, seven to 10 year old kids, right? They don't understand what's bad and what's, you know what I mean? Yet, like the concept of good and evil yet, right? They're just kids. And yeah. they started cheating to try to win this prize. And then in the red group where they were told there was a being, an invisible being watching them, those kids wanted to cheat. Like you could see them wanting to cheat, <laughs> but they did it because they thought that, somebody was watching him uh, watching her every move and they yeah. were like oh crap somebody's watching me i need to like behave right mm-hmm. so when you said that being good is a muscle that we need to exercise that really struck a chord with me because if we really pay attention to ourselves and if we really look introspectively right we're capable of great evil and it oh, takes yeah. a shit ton of work to do great good right like Dr. King, everybody likes to refer to Dr. King for like every good thing possible that could happen in human nature, right? Anytime yeah. there's like a bullshit situation going on in the world, they always bring up Dr. King. Well, <laughs> Dr. King was a good man, practice, said practice nonviolence and all this other stuff. But yeah. you know how much resistance this man had? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This guy wanted to smack a nigga at one point in his life. <laughs> so you know how much restraint he had to practice to mm-hmm. like not smack a mofo in the face at some point you know what i'm saying so we always like go to these historical figures dr king mother Teresa, uh gandhi i hate to use gandhi because he was a racist piece of shit but <laughs> gandhi and all these other people like we always look to them to like the ultimate good jesus right we look yeah. to them to be the ultimate good mm-hmm. but even in the bible it, it mentioned that Jesus was tempted and he had to fight temptation. Mm-hmm. So that tells me being bad is like as is, is as normal as apple pie. Okay. You know what I mean? But yet when we fuck up, we say it's the devil. But when we do good, we give all the glory to God. And that always that dynamic always kind of mess with me a little bit. And okay. the fact that you say being good is a muscle really kind of drove it home to me that that we really have to put forth effort to do good and mm-hmm. evil just comes naturally. <laughs> well, I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't technically go about it that way personally because it, it, <laughs> because of, here's the thing is that uh, when I don't know it was it was probably about five years ago I really started jumping into right personal development you know personal okay. development where it was like Jim Rohn you know um, I can't I, all of a sudden I, I I can't think of anybody else uh, uh, Jim Brown you know all you know guys like that the the giving you those motivation motivational yeah. quotes where you wake up and you're like yeah I'm ready to go I'm ready to do this and I I just I remember like whenever something bad would happen it was kind of like damn all right well you know and I just remember walking away and and, and sometimes like you kind of change a little bit like I've noticed I've I've changed a lot since then and you know whether it was for the bad or the good you know I don't know we'll figure it out but you know if, if that same thing were to happen I don't know maybe a couple years ago when I wasn't in a good place it was like oh yeah fuck that guy fuck that guy fuck that guy who cares <laughs> who cares who cares who wants to do this and that but uh, to me, it's 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 more so of the fact that I I don't I I do my best to not even mention really Satan at all. It's just kind of like, all right, well, it is what it is, you know. I mean, there's the people who you know who are like who are scared of ghosts and stuff like that. It, you know, you're walking you're walking through your you know your house and all of a sudden something falls over, you know, and someone's yep. like, holy shit, <laughs> like that's crazy, like what the hell was that? And you know, automatically they get scared. For me, it's like. I don't know what the hell that was, and I just keep about my day because it's like you know. First and foremost, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to fight this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna call Chris? 
and second to second most it's like you know it's it's not really a big deal it is what it is you know and i, I just go about my day and you know that and, and it gets rid of it easier that way anyways because you don't give it any attention but um yeah totally different subject there <laughs> but yeah like oh, like, all good. <laughs> like i said it's it's to me it's more so um I, I just i just try not to even get to that to that point where it's like you know what satan you know you can go to hell and da 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 you know okay you know just just like that because it's like yeah he does he what does he exist in my mind yes he does exist however the more and more you talk about someone the more and more you fame them you know it's kind of like uh you know back in the day when uh like in the 90s when or yeah in the 90s when when there was like beef between rappers you know sometimes those rappers wouldn't even say the other rapper's name like my, my one of my, fa- my I would say my favorite group of all time, and I would consider them the goats, are, are Bone Thugs and Harmony. And whenever they would do disses, I would challenge you. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. We could do that another time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but for me, um, whenever they would do disses, they would never mention the name. They would like never ever mention the name. And it was like, why would why why wouldn't you mention the name? Because it's like, well, those person those people already know who they are. And you don't want to give them any more fame because you say their name once and people are Googling them like, who the hell are these guys? And they find mm. them and they're like, oh, well, look at this. Look at that. You know, and that's to me, that's that's kind of what it is. You know, that, and that that's just kind of how I feel about that, really. <laughs> hmm. that, OK, that's very interesting that you even mentioned that because that's an interesting way to look at good and evil here on Earth. Right. So mm. you pretty much kind of turned your attention to making God the central focus of your life, right? Right. That's what it seems like, right? Yeah. And then to be like, okay, you know that Satan exists, but you don't want to give him any credit because you feel like the more you attention you pay to him, the more popularity or the more you feel like his his energy interjects into your life or like what? Like, like explain that little bit apart for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess the, the energy would, would make the most sense there because, you know, it's, it's just kind of like, it's kind of like uh, if if you hate a certain football team, the more and more you hate on them, you kind of develop a passion for that team where it's like, you know, every time you're always wondering, oh, did they win? Oh, they lost. I'm going to go mm, say this and okay. that. Oh, I'm going to go say this and that. But what about the team? What about like, I don't know, the Bills? You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't care about the Bills, you know, but I'm not I'm not Googling them like, oh, when did they win? Did they lose? No, I, I just don't care. You know, gotcha. that's just. That's kind of how I feel about that. Okay, so you, so for you then, it's more of like a out of sight, out of mind kind of mentality then. In a sense, yeah, because I, 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 I get that they're there. You know, I, I yeah. still understand that they're there, but at the same time, it's like I'm not giving them any energy. Fuck all that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> okay, that's a good way to look at that then, because, because so then for you then, religion is not more or less like a saving grace type of deal. It's more or less like. I, I, I'm venturing, and this is just me speculating here or, or assuming, and you know what they say about assuming, but I'm <laughs> going to do it anyways. <laughs> but uh, uh, it, I'm assuming here that for you then, religion is more or less of how your relationship is with God. I know you said it before, but it's like, okay, my relationship with God is X. How do I improve it and how do I make it better? So it's like... um. It's like for you having your best friend or having a relationship with your brother or any other person. It's like, right. okay, the more I interact with this person, the more I get to know this individual. Mm-hmm. The less I interact with this person, the more I need to know, right? And so mm-hmm. uh, is that safe to assume? 
Uh, yeah, I, but uh, other than I, I don't see it as a, uh, you said I don't see it as a saving grace per se. I do see yeah. it as a saving grace. I do see it as okay. him saving me. <laughs> okay, that may, okay. Well, that's fair enough then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Basically, what you said though is is basically how how it is. I that's how I feel. Yeah. Okay, so you don't use religion. So for you personally, you don't use religion as like a crutch. I guess you could say. No, I do. Honestly, I mean, okay. I, I, I would I wouldn't say religion. You know, as I said, for me, for me, my belief is God, Bible, and you know Yeshua or or Jesus. Once again, because I don't feel like they are religion. It's just that God is God. You know, Yeshua is Yeshua, and the Bible yeah. is the Word. You know, I, I don't. I, I'm not going to church every day or going to church and doing this or saying all these prayers or. You know, doing doing all these rituals and stuff like that. You know, that's that's how I feel like a religion is. You know, I, I don't I don't really like that too much. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's how I view religion all as well. <laughs> I, I I hate to say it, but I view religion as a cult because to me, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, it's it's more or less like a cattle herding pr- mechanism, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's more or less like kind of keep people in control, especially with the with the concept of heaven and hell, where you have to do good to get into heaven or quote unquote feign good to get into heaven. And if you do bad things, then you're going to go burn in the pits of hell, (laughs) uh, all you know, eternal damnation or whatever. But, okay. So, you know, uh, I kind of want to get into this, like this uh, song that you made me listen to today. And it's the ill hops in mind seven. And those of you who don't know, uh, Hobson is a rapper from Detroit. He's pretty darn good. If you haven't listened to him, I, I recommend you go check him out. He's really good. And he has some skills that like kind of turn people off, but he has skills. He has mad skills as a rapper. <laughs> but he has a song called Ill Mind of Hobson 7, where it literally is him fighting <laughs> God, yeah. I guess you could say, or questioning God. And it's a very good song because in it, he's mentioned a lot of things. And I kind of want to get your uh, your opinion on that song because it sounds like the way Hobson talks to God is kind of like how you came to your epiphany with your relationship with God. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. Okay, yeah. Can, I mean, you, uh, can you, like, go into it a little bit of how, like, that song relates to you a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, is that when I when I first heard that song, you know, I'd, I'd, mm-hmm. already, I'd already felt that as it was before, you know, a couple of years ago when I really had to question where I was, you know, in terms of my religion. And mm-hmm. so when I heard this song around this time, it was it was in December, I believe, uh, it really stuck out to me because I'm in my mind, I'm like, yo, this dude really has questions that everybody wants to answer with like some bullshit from, you know, the Catholic Church says that you have to do this and stop saying fuck and stop saying all this. And it's like, what the fuck? He's asking legitimate questions, and you're telling him to fuck off because he's doing this. He's saying that. He's he's. But it's like, w- like, why are we still in this mentality of you know, uh, do this and go to hell and do this, go to heaven? It's like, it's like for me personally, I felt it as, I I, I felt it as a um, I don't know, like a mission. Like it, I kind of felt it as a challenge. Like people are asking these legitimate questions and it i feel like it's my duty or it's 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 kind of my understanding to go in and share what i've you know kind of um gone through because i feel like i'm not giving people you know uh just just quotes or or just the 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 this religion says this or this religion says that it's Mm -hmm. it's i'm giving my personal experience 
And, you know, the whole thing is that the more and more that I've shared my personal experience, uh, it's it's kind of I, I feel like people like they kind of something kind of clicks and it's like, all right, cool. You know, I must be doing something right. And, you know, that that kind of gives me more confidence to go about it and just to be not only be a better person, but to show others how to be better people. You know, now, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not I'm not perfect. And, and whatsoever you know i i still go out here and there and you know with my friends and drink here and there and it you know it, mm-hmm. it's it doesn't mean that i'm a bad person it just means you know oh, i get to go out and hang out with some friends you know that's it is what it is you know i'm i'm a sinner at the end of the day i sin all day every day it's a hard thing not to do but you know as as we get better with it we go along you know it, it does become a lot easier but again the song this just the song in general you know he he talked like uh there's there's uh there's a quote in here uh dang it uh let's see here oh because uh he says because i hopped on christianity so strongly then fell out now i'm avoiding questions like a scared dog with his tail down uh feeling so damn (laughs) humiliated because they looking at me like i'm hellbound what story should i tell now i'll just expose the truth and he just you know he just continues going on it's like you know, he talks about in a few of his songs where, you know, he, he was like, yeah, I'm all about God. And then all of a sudden, you know, people are like, how are you going to say you're about God if if you're if you're saying this and if you're saying that and all this other stuff? And it's like if you listen to his music and you listen to his lyrics, especially his newer stuff, he's with God. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's definitely with God. He's either found his answer or whatever it is. He's he's totally with God now. It's crazy because you know this this song came out a few years ago, I believe. I don't remember the exact date, but he's come out with a few songs recently, and you know it's kind of like he's he found he found 2014. The there you go. You know, and and he <laughs> he found he found his answers, and again, you know, it's it comes down to he he's not. He, he put that out there because he knew that's how he felt, for one. And he knew that people mm-hmm. were asking those same questions, but they didn't know how to ask them. They didn't they weren't understanding it. They were just like, well, if I ask him this, then I'm going to hell. And it's like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> let's stop condemning these people. Let's bring them in. Let's show them what the fuck it's really about. You know, I was yeah. on I was on Twitter during during the football season and I got okay, so it was the Niners versus the Chiefs and this is the game that <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo ended up tearing his ACL. There was there was this one part where it was the play that he tore his ACL. He ends up getting hit in the head um, mm-hmm. you know, just blatantly bam, right? Just get helmet to helmet. No flag, you know, it's fourth down. We don't get nothing. You know, that's that's it. We lose. And I was so mad. I remember going I jumped in I jumped on Twitter and I was like, I'm tired of these mafia refs doing blah 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 blah. And this guy this guy, I guess he's like a pastor or I don't know, he's he's he says he's with God. And then that's the thing. He he starts commenting and he's like, Mafia refs? Well, it says that you seek Jesus or Jesus first. I think you should take that out. And it's like, excuse me? So because I called out these refs for being in the mafia I should take out Jesus first out of my Twitter bio? Get the fuck out of here, man. Come on. And that's and I hate that so much because it's like, why are we condemning these people who have legitimate questions, legitimate concerns? People are actually hurting. People are actually dying, you know, because they, they have nowhere to turn to. They feel they have nowhere to turn to. But we're still pushing them away. It's like, what the fuck, man? Uh, rant yeah, over. 
Hey, Hey, man, I appreciate that, right? Because it's it's true. Because people do take this idea of Jesus too seriously, right? Because you made like they have this idea that you have to be this perfect being to be quote unquote with God, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have to be quote unquote without sin. But everybody's born with sin. I mean, shit, Jesus died on a cross just so you can wipe out your sins, right? Because we're all assholes and we're all like imperfect (laughs) beings. Yeah. And <laughs> and to me it, it it just makes no sense as to why people kind of like want to hold this holier than thou attitude when Jesus specifically mentioned it in his you know in the word in the bible I should say that he was quoted as saying you know be kind to one another but yet we do the complete opposite we judge one another yeah. you know what I mean and in the song uh ill mind of hobson 7 the line that really kind of made me uh that stuck out to me a little bit when I was listening to it was uh, there's this part where he goes, man, what if Jesus was a facade? Then that mean, uh, then that would mean the government's God. Yeah. I feel like, uh, they've been brainwashing, brainwashing us with a lot so much, uh, that we don't even notice that we stuck in a box, man. Mm-hmm. Everything is what if, why is always what if planet earth? What if the universe? What if my sacrifice? What if my afterlife? What if, and honestly, that's where a lot of us sit, especially me, right? Yeah. Because I look at it as, okay, what if Jesus is fake? Then, like, I look at it as government is, quote-unquote, the God because government is handing you or even, you know what I mean? Like, we give government this much power that it's, like, controlling our every facets of our lives, right? right. And it's just, like, then they're brainwashing us with a lot. Like, he's saying in here, it's like, okay, the, the, like, we have to be this particular human being. We have to stay in this box, d- Democrat or Republican. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Either you're religious or you're not. And if you're not religious, then you're an asshole and you're condemned to hell. If you're religious, you're this perfect, quote-unquote, being, and you're going to get into heaven no matter how stupid you act. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, religion itself kind of... Uh, upholds that facade right because you can see it in like you know their their church members or church services i should say that you know that we need to walk with god and that if you don't have god in your heart then you must be an evil being and i'm just like nigga what (laughs) (laughs) like no (laughs) you know what i'm saying i do i know myself as i come off as an asshole sometimes right like all my good friends know me very well and I come off as an asshole because I am straight up honest and brutally honest. I don't sugarcoat it for you. Yeah. If I see you doing something stupid, I will tell you, hey, that's fucking stupid. Don't yeah. do that. You know yeah. what I mean? That's how I am. Until so people call me an asshole. But I have a heart of gold. You know what I mean? I am yeah. the first person to see a homeless person in the street. If they ask him for a dollar, I'll give them five. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, my girlfriend always yells at me. It's like, why would you give that person money? Like, go buy them the thing that they need. I'm just like, babe, they need the money. So I just give them the money. And then, you know, I don't think about it. I just give them the money. You know what I mean? Well, what if they go buy drugs? I don't control what they're going to do with the money. I just see a person in need. I'm going to give it to them. You know what I mean? So that's how I am. And I am more, me being that way is more, I guess you could say, uh, hold true to the religious standards than an actual religious person who kind of walks past a homeless person is just like, ugh, get a job, you bum. You know what I mean? So I, I feel some type of way about that because we always put ourselves in this box. Like, we have to be this and we have to be that. And then I just look at it as like, well, why do we have to be this way? God's pretty much telling us that we're free will to do anything that we would like to. So why is the religious leaders telling us that we need to follow a certain set of rules to quote-unquote you know, get into heaven or whatever. And that's what pisses me off about religion, mostly. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, I think, I mean, you brought up a, a lot of good points. And, and one of the things that, that kind of sticks out to me was 
um, you know, bring kind of bringing up the the, the fact of the kind of bringing up the fact of you know wh what is it that you know what is it that that God really wants for us in terms of ah uh, man I'm trying I'm trying to think of a good example here because um, dang it <laughs> I, I totally had it right now and I just completely forgot okay so so the, so the simple fact of um, you know why isn't God like with us because I, I think I think this is one of the things that you had you had asked is um, you know I think you you had said uh, sorry. Um, you can paraphrase it. I don't care. I'll probably correct you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, no! You had said, "Oh, why doesn't God interfere interfere with human relationships like He did oh, back then?" And that yeah. and that was one of the things that stood out to me, and and it's one of the things that you kind of like mentioned in there is because, um, I I personally personally I feel like He is where He is right now, and we are where we are right now, where He's not like you know uh, walking with us per se like He did with you know different disciples back in the days because. I mean, he's he. If if the Bible's true, which I feel it is, then he's saved our ass a a, a lot of different times. I mean, <laughs> first and foremost, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't know this, you know, and this and this is how, uh, and this is what I've seen in the Bible, and and as well as different readings that should be in the Bible that were actually taken out. Thanks, Catholic Church. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, th those those like where he where he talks about uh, you know flooding flooding the earth just. You know the heavens open up and and everything gets flooded. Boom. You know and and takes out absolutely everything except everything on Noah's Ark. That was that was mainly for uh, the Nephilim and whatnot. The Nephilim were these were these absolute giants who who uh, they were fallen angels who who came down and mated with like um, who mated with humans and created like these ginormous fucking humans like that that were like 400 yeah. feet tall i know it sounds crazy i understand that no, it no. sounds crazy this this is exactly <laughs> what it says though and and we we the, he talks about you know all of a sudden he wipes all those people out and then um years later i wouldn't say years later but at some point later you know we're talking about like babylon you know in in today's age babylon if you go into uh our our awesome schools they teach you that babylon was this amazing place that was all good and they did everything and blah 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 but why is it that god took them out now they they were they were trying to build this ginormous tower up to heaven okay and it was called the tower of babel and instead of god killing them what he did was he took each and every he took each person and put them at different parts of the world and so it's like now all of a sudden we're systematically growing back to what it was again and mm -hmm. we're we're compl and and us as humans are just saying well whatever science says is true and if, if god says it then it's not true and blah 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 then then all of a sudden now i feel like maybe god's like the hell am I supposed to do now? Like I've saved your guys' asses like a million times, you know, <laughs> and and so I, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he is planning to re to do it again. Maybe he's saying, you know, I don't know. Like you guys, you guys got to do it yourselves. You guys really got to pull together as as human beings and make this work on on a longer term scale. You know, I don't know. But that was that was kind of that's kind of how I see it as. Um, you know, he's, he's not interfering like that. And one of the things that, uh, like, I keep talking about, like, books that aren't in the Bible. One of my mm -hmm. favorite books is the book of Enoch, E-N-O-C-H. Now, a lot of people are like, well, if it's not in the Bible, why should I read it? Well, let me tell you this. If you go into <laughs> Genesis as well, it talks about how Enoch was the only person to actually walk with God, like, walk the earth 
with God and God explained to him how the earth is, how the earth, how the earth works, you know, all this other stuff. And there's a book about it. And yeah. and there's and there's a bunch of other books that that are um, that aren't in the Bible for some whatever reason. And, and once again, I think it just goes back to keeping people, you know, well, you know, one hour in this box and, and we can't go anywhere yep. and whatnot. Indoctrinated. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Indoctrination. Yes. Um, <laughs> and and really in the, and that's what I really feel like it comes down to is that when I when I read this book, well, I, I take that back. I listened to it because I, I don't read very well or I wouldn't say I don't read very well. I just I just don't give myself the time to read. I like to listen. That's that's my thing, you know, and I, I really. And so what I did was I went on YouTube and just looked up. You know, somebody doing commentary of the book and, you know, I'm at work eight hours a day just inputting numbers and all I do is listen to podcasts. All I do is listen to things and, you know, kind of yeah. get more information about whatever it is I'm looking at. And like as he's kind of putting through the going through the book and and talking about it and reading it word for word, it's like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Like, you know, we this is it's basic. Basically, Enoch is Genesis like. On crack, or 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 for folks at home, in detail. <laughs> That's in, and it's crazy because, uh, man, it was it was completely life changing because then I figured out, you know, exactly what it is that, you know, he was actually trying to tell us, but in a little bit more detail, like in Genesis and stuff like that. There's a bunch of other books too, uh, but I mean, it's it, like that was it's it's just mind blowing to me. It's just absolutely mind blowing to me, and then. You know, being stuck in the box, same thing, you know, in, in today's society, we, okay, let me put it to, let me put it to everyone like this. We are supposedly on a ball, on, on an earth, on earth is a ball that spins, okay, and is also spinning around the sun and is also shooting through uh, the universe at this incredible speed all at the same time. It's this infinite universe, however, we live under a government, we we pay taxes. We can't do shit freely. We can't do right? anything freely. We live in a box freely, you know. Not not freely, but we live in a box. You know, we're we're stuck doing this. You know, nobody nobody wants to wants to say wants to think about being property of the U.S. So they just watch Netflix. They just listen to music. They they do whatever they have to do to take their mind off it. It's like you can't go and build a house and own it because if you don't pay your taxes, guess what? It gets taken away. And then I've heard I've I've heard the whole well if if you can't pay your taxes then you know you don't deserve a house. Fuck you. Like <laughs> you know a house is a house. A house is a home where you're supposed to live and you're telling me if I can't pay taxes on this house that I shouldn't live there that I don't deserve it? What kind yeah, of shit is BS that? Right yeah, that is BS. <laughs> and honestly I I really agree with you with that because we have all these scientific evidence about like how the world works, right? We, we live on this ball floating in a giant empty vast space. Well, not empty, but we in this giant vast space that is cold and has a bunch of stars in it and other planets and whatnot. And we're shooting through the galaxy at a, like, an incredible pace, rotating around the sun while rotating on an axis to give us day and night, to give us food to eat and all this other stuff. But yet we have other people telling us how to fucking live, <laughs> especially religion. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yep. what? <laughs> yep. It made no sense to me whatsoever either but here we are you know what i mean like under the government's thumb kind of like where if like you know if you do some kind of crime all your rights are taken away <laughs> but yet we have the bill of rights which kind of guarantees us rights yep. for the, the pursuit of liberty life liberty and the pursuit of happiness but yet if you fuck up and you make 
you do some kind of stupid mistake in your life or you know intentional mistake that you give up all those rights and you get locked in the box for the rest of your life and then if you get out of that box you can't make an attempt to correct your life because you fucked up in that one point in your life it makes absolutely no yeah. goddamn sense to yeah. me <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's just, yeah. just like I, I look at things and i'm just like what? And then so religious is kind of like bastardized that in that sense as well because yep. you know here we have all this knowledge of God right God has like you know what I mean because I, I I do believe in a being that's all powerful because if you really look at how things work something genius had to create it right because yeah, you just can't for sure like I I don't just buy into this big bang like you know an explosion happened and then shit just happened <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I mean I don't buy that because if you spill t- water on the table it doesn't grow life it just sits on the table in a puddle. Right. (laughs) So, you know, if you take that logic and you apply it to the universe, something had to have made this universe the way it is, whether we call that God Jehovah, whether we call that God Krishna, Shiva, uh, Yahweh, whatever. You know what I mean? There's some divine being out there that had to have created all of this. I had to believe in that. Right. Because nothing is by chance, especially when you like walk down the street. Nothing is by chance. Everything is happenstance i guess or no not happenstance something i don't know it feels like it's meant to be you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. something created it and it's how it's supposed to be but anywho's religion has bastardized this idea you know what i mean that you know of all this infinite god's knowledge that we have to do focus it on these 10 commandments which i make it makes sense in a sense to kind of kind of keep human in check but essentially we boiled it down to this idiocracy thing where we like keep people in a box and it's like okay don't come out of this box or else you're gonna get uh condemned to hell you know what i'm saying so it's just like bro there's this vast knowledge out there why do i need to keep this little portion of it i want to know you know what i mean and if it blows my brain it blows my brain (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying so like we bastardize religion and the fact that you know you can go out there and find out you know your truth for yourself and make it work for you that's really incredible and i that's why i kind of wanted to have this podcast with you as well because it's it, it's proof positive that you can have your own thought process and you can have a relationship with god while having your own thought process you don't have to have somebody tell you how to live your life right you're living your life essentially the way you want to right but yep. you have you have guidance you have assistance quote unquote yep. i don't want to say that you have your life predetermined for you but you have assistance <laughs> you know what i mean it's my crutch that's, man <laughs> It helps you walk. Shit, you know what I mean? Can't <laughs> so, do it alone. And, and, exactly. And that's how I look at life, too, because if you, the way I look at people is that we can't do anything by ourselves. We always have to have help, whether yep. it's another human being or whether we have to turn to the cosmos or to this, quote, unquote, invisible being. This is my quote, but yep. to this invisible being in the sky to help us out. We need that help. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if we accept that help, then we become better people. And if we reject that help, do we still become better people or do we become worse people? In my mind, I think we still are just as good. It's just that we have to make it our own, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree with that. And, you know, the the thing, once again, you know, if you're not growing, you're not dying. I mean, you're dying. Like, that's that's what I feel like it literally comes down to because, you know, we're, we're I don't think, I don't feel like we're just supposed to you know, sit around and not do anything all day and just chill and whatever it is. And that's it. Like, you know, there, there should be, you know, something that we're doing in our lives and stuff. And you brought up the point of, you know, that, you know, we, we always need somebody. 
because I mean, if if you look if you look at just human attraction or attraction in general between like animals and stuff like that or certain mm-hmm. animals, they always need somebody or they always either like you know end yep. up with somebody or whatever it is. There's there's always somebody for somebody, someone for somebody, and I just don't feel like I don't feel like I'm a speck of dust in this massive, endless, unlimited universe that I don't I don't mean shit. You know, if if I didn't mean shit, then why am I even on this podcast with you? Why am I even being yeah. nice to you? I can just be a dick if I wanted to, but that that's the thing that that's not that doesn't do anything. You know what I mean? Because I don't I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm just a speck of dust. I feel like I'm a person that serves others, that can do good, that can help people, that can do what I can to make sure that they're doing good in their life. Because that's I feel like that's what it means to live. I feel like we need each other. We, we, you know, we don't just, we don't just love each other for no reason. We don't have a kid and then, you know, all of a sudden we don't love it. It's like, I mean, I'm, I guess there's certain extreme situations, but <laughs> I mean, I mean. Oh, it, there's, there's always there's, those extreme situations. <laughs> yeah, of course. And, and that's, and that's, I, I just don't feel like we, we all of a sudden just love each other because some computer told us to or, or, mm-hmm. or anything like that, you know, like it's. It, that just that that doesn't sit right with me, and I don't I don't understand how it would sit right with anybody else because I mean you can't put love in an equation unless it's like a like a like a calculus equation where I mean that that's a whole different dumb uh, that's something else. But <laughs> I mean that, that I mean that's that's literally what it comes down to is that I feel like we as people need each other, and mm-hmm. also another thing I also wanted to say real quick. Is yep, I've I've seen on Twitter on on Twitter America, um, yeah. people people always put um, whatever happened to those long kitchen conversations or those long conversations outside under the stars just looking up chilling whatever happened to those conversations I'll tell you what happened to those con- conversations Twitter happened to those conversations because <laughs> this is what ends up happening is you know somebody mentioned something like oh well you know. Ah, ha, ha, those those stars aren't gonna do anything because I bet they voted for Trump and then all of a sudden it's a fight you know it's like oh fuck yeah. you you know I voted for this and that and blah blah it's like divide and conquer divide and conquer think about why you can't have those same conversations is because all you want to do is you feel attacked or you know or you mm-hmm. want to attack someone else for their belief it's like come on like you yeah, know that is th- so true those those things could still happen those conversations still happen i i mean it just depends on who it is that you're talking to how open is their mind you know allow people to open their mind and and if you feel like your mind's a bit closed you know anybody out there you know just you know small small you know small steps it, it goes so far you know have those mm-hmm. conversations with your friends listen to what they have to say because at the end of the day for me if somebody's giving me a lecture someone's like you know chris you need to do this 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 and that I, and you know i don't know everything so what i do is i take that whole conversation and i cut it up and i pull out the diamond and i walk away mm-hmm. and whatever that diamond was that they told me that click Cool, that's what I'm taking with it. I don't have to take the rest of it. You don't have to take everything that I'm saying as as Bible or anything Gospel. like that. Yep. Yeah. The, the thing is, is just that what I want people to do is just explore it. You know, look for it. Hmm, he made a good point. Yeah. I'm going to go look that up. Or, hey, you know, that's pretty cool. I, I, I want to do that as well. Or whatever it is. It's like, just open up your mind. Let's just stop just stop walking around as zombies and, you know, stop slaving to the system. You know, I, I'm not too sure if you've if you've heard uh, B.O.B., like his, his yep. Elements album or anything like that. 
Like I, I listened to a little bit of his songs. I have um what was that? one song that sticks out to me the most is uh shit. Hold on, give me one second here to pull <laughs> up my uh, iPod because it's like up here. But it's uh where's it at? Uh, Bombs away with Morgan Freeman. Okay, okay, I love yeah. That song. Yeah, I love that song because it really it does open up the uh, concept of like thinking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Critical thinking. Like, what are we not? What are? What if we're not alone in this universe? What is out there? What is our purpose on life? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, in that one song, it kind of explores pretty much everything we talked about today. That song explores as well, especially yeah. uh, the ill mind of Hobson Seven. Bob uh, bombs away talks exactly about that as well. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. we. You were saying that we don't have these conversations. In a sense, we do. I mean, Twitter kind of fucked it up. Let's be real. But um, <laughs> but on the contrast to that, podcasts have saved it a little bit because we have this podcast to come on to and kind of you know share our uh, our experiences a little bit and kind of have this back and forth banter and take away from it what we want to. You know what I mean? So it's not all doom and gloom when you kind of look at it. We're like, yeah, sure, Twitter America kind of sucks. Let's be real. It's it's you know when you shorten it, the english language down to like 143 characters you're gonna have some assholes come out of the woodworks <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> you know what i'm saying but on the flip side we have podcasts that kind of come on here and kind of like explore the concept of critical like you know to critically think a little bit like that's okay true. so what makes you think like god exists okay that's interesting what you know where in the bible does it say this or what other outside sources have you listened to you mentioned the book of enoch on youtube that's another outside source because it's not in the bible right it's a outside source that was a book bible, that but... was in the bible but <laughs> it was taken out by con you know by uh um What's his name? Constantine, I believe it was. Yeah. And, you know, and it's not part of the uh, Bible anymore. You know what I mean? People kind of look at it as it's not part of the Bible. It's not a true statement. But it's probably the most truest thing you would ever read or listen to if you actually go through it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, people are, you know, essentially people are dumb. But at the same time, (laughs) I feel like people have this potential to do great things. It's just that we, we inhibit ourselves because we are... Like you mentioned, we're close-minded, right? Because we Mm kind of like, we have this thought process of, okay, I know everything. I don't need to know anymore. I'm done. And then we keep it that way. You know what I'm saying? So I I feel like you mentioned it, baby steps. If you take baby steps, it goes a long way. Baby steps turns into long mile walks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, what's crazy is that uh, if you look at it like nowadays, like for me, the reason why I started opening up my opening up my mind was because I started looking into conspiracy theories and people are probably like, mm-hmm. oh, conspiracy theories. You know, why am I going to look into that? But it, that's that's what helped me open up my mind, because a lot of what was said was like, oh, wow, I never thought about it that way. So it yep. kind of like helps me. It kind of helped me open up my mind. Now, I'm not saying that you have to go look up conspiracy theories. I'm just saying something that, that will stimulate your mind to, to open it, because, you know, at this at this point in time you can literally go on to youtube and they're they're trying they're doing their best to take down like conspiracy videos like 9-11 and like yeah, sandy yeah, hook yeah. and like the flat earth and stuff like that like all these conspiracies they're trying to take them yeah. down but why why does it matter if they're not true then why does it matter why does it matter yeah, yeah well exactly. because it, like a lot of people fall prey and victimize uh victim to those kind of thought processes and it's kind of dangerous i can see the dangers in it but here's the thing i look at it as you need these kind of information out there because you need to be able to think critically 
You yes. know what I mean? Critical thinking is a very important part of the human experience and the human growth. Yep. Because if you can't think critically and you can't think logically, then you're just a drone. You're just one of these mindless robots that's like, yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's not fun. That, that was nope. not fun. It, it, it's not good for human. It, it's not good for society, period. Because when you think that way, nothing gets done. You know how the light bulb came across? Somebody was like, you know what? I'm tired of burning this damn candle and it <laughs> running out of wax. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So somebody was like, you know what? It'd be cool if we had light where we just kind of flipped the switch and it was on all the damn time. Yep. You know what I mean? So Nikolai Tesla came along and invented the damn light bulb. You know mm. what I mean? And then from that light bulb, we had cities that were created because we got the concept of electricity. So now people are moving closer together to kind of combine their resources and come together and do better things. When cities were evolved, you know what else came from that? Fucking vehicles came from that. (laughs) We got cars. We got easier transportation. Now you didn't have to sit on a horseback for fucking 18 days to get get from New York to New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? And then from cars, we got the concept of train tracks. So now you can go from New York to Cala motherfucking Fournier in three days. (laughs) instead of (laughs) instead of three years and you're catching dysentery and dying along the way the fucking Oregon Trail so you know it's critical thinking is very important to to human society and to human growth and to um to bring this long rant and my little long rant (laughs) to to, uh to a close here is that we really need to start thinking critically and we need these conspiracy theories we need to be able to come on the podcast and talk about religion openly and honestly and fairly you know what i mean we need to have these tough conversations because from these tough conversations we grow and as you stated if we don't grow we're dying and a lot of people are dying and that's why like a lot of folks have this doom and gloom mentality about them because they are stagnant they're hungry for something they just don't know what they what that thing is and so they are stuck you know what i mean and so they feel like the world is out to get them or they're not enough or they're you know they're they're stuck in the mud kind of um Mm -hmm. they have this stuck in the mud kind of feeling and because they don't have the passion or the the energy to want to grow and the reason they don't have that is because they're comfortable they're a little too comfortable in their little eggshell and nobody wants to crack their eggshell and get their mind open and get dirty a little bit no i absolutely agree and i think i think the big one of the bigger things you talked about was critical thinking you know it's crazy Mm -hmm. because i remember i remember being in school and you know you're going through all your questions doing your homework and the very last question is a critical thinking question and yeah. that was the hardest fucking question because you <laughs> had to actually think instead of yep. instead of being indoctrinated to two plus two it's why is two plus two like if you got two of these and two of that then it would create four holy shit you know that's that's critical thinking but they, they don't mm-hmm. teach that you know and, and they don't teach that and it's personally i just feel like it's it's all um it's just all part of the system like they that they don't they don't want people to wake up they don't want people to do all this and you know you talked about uh you know how it, it, those 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 certain conspiracy theories are dangerous but at the end of the day you know anything can really be dangerous i mean yep. if if you were if you were telling me that you know oh well the uh oh oh the guy getting hit in the saints game wasn't a pass interference you know it's like Okay, and you go and you have like a million, two million, you know, thirty million followers, and you're telling everybody, well, it's it's technical, or it's not, it's not actually this or that, it's not actually a pass interference when it blatantly was, and by the rule book it was, <laughs> and you're telling all these people that this, this, and that, and they're like, okay, like 
maybe he's right you know oh yeah he's right and yeah. then everyone's like yeah yeah he's right and everyone's gathering around like <laughs> you know like i can understand like the danger in that but even at the same time still like, even at the same time if the person's putting out some type of truth like oh yeah it also says this and that in the rule book and this is why it's not then it's like oh okay then then you can kind of like understand that but the whole thing is just like we just we just got to open up our minds we we have to understand that you know we're we're not just beings of of comfort we're not we're not just we're not just here to just to just die off like our 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 main focus and our main purpose is to literally just grow into the best we can and just just a small thing here is that they only teach Mm -hmm. us five senses you know but what about that sense when you go and you know you know you're in trouble and your mom's just staring at you but but you can't see Mm. her you can't see her but you can feel it like oh shit she's (laughs) she's <laughs> right there she's right behind me isn't she and you turn around and there she is ready to whoop your ass for whatever you just did <laughs> like where is that sense is is that the sense of feeling is that the sense of smell there's a there's other senses i'm sure that we're just not taught you know what i mean like and i, yeah. I always wondered what that sense was and mainly probably just like intuition but i'm pretty sure i'm not it, just... it really is it's a it's a uh, I, I come to call it the sense of self-preservation because it okay. kind of helps us. It's like a survival mechanism. You know what I mean? Where it's like your um, sense of danger. Yeah. Everybody has that sense of danger. And then uh, it, there's a lot of more senses to the human body than just, you know, the look, touch, feel, uh, other, you know, bullshit that we kind of, uh, ah, shit, what did I say? Limit ourselves to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like we as people just kind of like, oh, there's only five senses. Okay, we take that as, as gospel, but really we don't take to consideration the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth senses where there's people out there with like actual legitimate premonition where they actually have dreams and then things happen. Yeah. The sense of uh, foresight or something like that. Yeah. The sense of psyche or ESP or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, there's people that actually like can tell you when it's going to rain, sleet, or snow. You know what I mean? There's people that kind of can tell you um, there's another dimension and that we're living in this one parallel dimension. You know what I mean? Like they can see other dimensions and we yeah. call those people crazy. But <laughs> no, 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 no. We call yeah, those no. people like we legitimately call those people crazy, but <laughs> Yeah. realistically they they actually have access to another vi- view of looking at reality you know what i'm saying right. so right. there's like a lot of senses out there that we don't um we don't perceive but the fact that if something goes outside of the norm we call those people crazy and then we kind of close our minds off to that and so therefore people don't come out and say hey i can do this and you know i can do that they kind of like scared of the backlash and the judgments and whatnot mm-hmm well, all I, I mean, what I really have to say, too, is that, you know, if if anything that I've said that anybody feels or even knows me in real life and feels like, you know, I'm hypocritical about anything that I've say I've said or done, you know, at the end of the day, let me know. You know, if 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 there's something that I'm doing that in the Bible, you know, I feel like a lot of people say that in the Bible, it says, da da da. you know, <laughs> if 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 anything that you feel like I'm doing, you know, let me know, because I'm not going to take it as a as a slight, you know, that's that's not that's not mm. my M.O. My M.O. is not to wake up and say, well, this person told me this, so I'm mad because I know it's not true. And it's like, well, you know, if if somebody calls you a horse once, then, you know, it's like, OK, whatever. <laughs> if someone calls you a horse a second time, it's like, mm, OK, whatever. But and then the third time, if somebody calls you a horse the third time, then guess what? Saddle up, partner. There might be some horse going on there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> 
because it, that's that's just how it is. I mean, obviously, if there's people just messing around with you, telling you this stuff, it's just it's just all about discernment, you know. And you know, I I want to get better. If if there is something that I'm saying that you know in the Bible it says differently, send me the verse. Send me the verse. I'll take a look at it. You know, if if that's what it is, then you know maybe I gotta you know start thinking about doing something differently. You know, that's just yeah, that's just how it is. <laughs> Exactly. And to kind of like wrap up this podcast, because, you know, it's starting to come to that natural end, I guess you could say. But yep. it, it, it to me, exploring the concept of religion is is not something that's like a bad thing, personally, because mm-hmm. to me, everybody wants to have the answers. Right. Because everybody's great question to, is, why are we here? Yeah. Right. What's the purpose to life? Essentially is what is why? Why am I here? Right. And if you don't want to explore that, then, you know, what are you doing? Because you must be living some kind of outstandingly rich and comfortable life that I I, I need to <laughs> attain to because yeah. like every day I wake up, it's like, OK, like this week. Right. I know what my purpose this week is, is to work out as hard as I can and as long as I can so I can lose 13 pounds to go make weight on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm on. I'm gonna. I have a goal. I have an idea, and I have a, a plan of action to get there, right? And then I'm actually putting that mo- uh, plan into motion. Now, there's some people that wake up every day and it's just like, okay, I'm up. Now what? And it's just like, whoa. How do you do that? I don't understand that. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. there's people. It's like, I w- they wake up and it's like, oh my god, I'm so bored. It's like. How are you bored? How? There's so much shit to do. There's so much things to see. There's so much things to question. Like, how are you bored? You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, if like you're bored, then you're not stimulating yourself enough. And that's why you're bored. So you have to find a stimulation. So to wrap this all up into a beautiful bow, <laughs> it is pertinent to the human nature to question life. And questioning life is to question religion, is to question your sense of being, is to question everything else. And that's what this podcast is about. And I really appreciate you coming on here and kind of giving me your take on it because we were planning on this for a while, but like, like I guess life kept getting in the way and whatnot. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just make it happen. <laughs> and let's talk about this because we need to do this. And in order to, like you said, I, and I really love that quote, if you're not growing, you're dying. And to me, it's very important that we have this platform to kind of talk about our religious experiences why are we here how it's how it's personal to us and how can we grow from it and you know from there we can grow and not die (laughs) (laughs) so true so true (laughs) but with all that being said i thank every single one of you guys out there for listening and i thank chris aka the executioner (laughs) for coming on today and kind of sharing his personal uh journey and his religious life uh with us because as you can see, there's no right answer to anything, right? Because Chris is one with God, but he's not religious. He's not bound to a religious sect, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. right? But he has a very beautiful relationship in his uh, in his right with God. And so to him, his, his relationship can get better. It can improve. Of course, he's looking to improve and to get better. But he has his relationship. He has his foundation. Me, I'm still questioning. You know what I mean? I'm still looking. I'm still trying to find that answer, but I have my base. I have my questions, and I'm mm-hmm. getting there. Eventually, slowly but surely, I'll get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we all have our journeys. It's just that we have to come together and listen and be open-minded and help each other out because at the end of the day, helping each other out is the most important thing that we can do as human beings. Mm-hmm. And I thank Chris for coming on to the show. You really made this hour and a half wonderful. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know we spent an hour and a half. I know, right? Went by so smoothly. <laughs> but I thank you so much for coming on, man. And hopefully you can come on again. Yeah, dude. I just appreciate you, you know, having me on because it's been really fun. 
Uh, I just I just want to say thank you everybody for listening. And if you have any questions, you can always hit me up. Uh, my Facebook's Chris Clips Hernandez C L Y P S E, um, or you can even listen to my podcast, The Good Times Podcast. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was going to plug that in for you. Go ahead and plug it, man. Go ahead. Like, where can uh, people get to your uh, to your podcast? Because I've listened and I've become a fan. You and your host have a very interesting dynamic, and it's fun to listen to. Well, I, I appreciate that. If you want to listen to the Good Times podcast, comes out every Thursday. It's me and my friend Almanac Jack. All we do is just, you know, talk about crazy random stuff and just try to do our best to entertain. Uh, if you want to listen to it, all you have to do is go to www.thegoodtimespodcast.com. And, uh, yeah, it's a little bit different tone than what I bring here today. I don't really get too religious or anything of that nature. I just try to keep <laughs> yeah. it fun and uh or anything like that. There's a few times where I go on rants, but yeah, and I, I just, I just, uh, if if anybody wants to listen in, definitely listen in. We're on just about every streaming platform, uh, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, I, I thank you once again, everybody, for listening because it's it makes my day that if if I just help one person or if I answer one question, whatever it is, it's that makes my day. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. And then you could listen to guys at a round table on the guys at the guys of the round table network on facebook or hit us up on twitter at gotr podcast or you can send your questions concerns or even if you want to be part of the show uh email us at guys at a round table at gmail.com we're willing and uh able to talk to anybody and everybody about anything so thanks for listening thanks for listening i really appreciate y'all and always remember vlad loves y'all thanks for listening peace that's all for today's show Join us next week as we once again take a seat at the table. Thanks for listening.